Monday through to Thursday at 9.05 a.m. on the Radio 1 Breakfast Show, our resident political aficionado, John Moore, drops by to deliver bite-sized politics. From the Octagon to the Beehive, to the White House to the Kremlin, as it happens, here's your political roundup. Morena, John. Morena, and on today's political roundup, latest poll has nets up and laid labor down, and former U.S. President George Bush Sr. dies. So first of all, looking at the latest One News Colma Brunton poll, which certainly is rather interesting. Uh, Labour on um, 43% down 2%, the Greens are on 5% down 2%, and New Zealand First are on 4% minus 1%. So that gives, if an election was held today, that would give the current parties 52% in Parliament. And of course New Zealand First would be out because they're uh, below uh, the 5% threshold. The opposition, National, is now on 46%, up 3%, highly surprising, act on 1%, which gives the opposition 47%. Now, so if that was translated into seats, then we would still have a Labour-led government, but a Labour-Green government, with New Zealand first gone. In terms of preferred Prime Minister, Jacinda Ardern is on 39%, minus down 3%, and Bridges are on 7%, and just behind him... The crusher Collins is on 6%. So why is Labour down? First of all, the, uh, over the last month, the news has focused on the decision to grant residence, residency to convicted drug smuggler and Czech national Karl Schrobeck, uh, which was highly embarrassing for the government, uh, despite the decision being reversed last week. Um, there have been continued backlashes from business interests over industrial reform and uh, proposed industrial reforms are becoming more of an issue since New Zealand First has basically acted to water down a number of those reforms. We've had ongoing strikes. Uh, th this could have led to a decrease in support of people who are opposed to those strikes and also uh, by supporters of strikers themselves who are seen at seeing the Labour government not meeting their demands. We've also had the issue of the fuel tax, uh, get tough stance on landlords, and generally Labour has been seen a number of times to be in conflict with their government partners. Uh, Labour is seen as in conflict with New Zealand First over industrial reforms, and with the Greens, uh, the Greens are seen as taking a more left-wing stance or a progressive stance on prison reform, foreign relations and industrial disputes. So these could all be possible reasons why Labour has gone down the polls. Now in regards to the Nats, um, a lot of people predicted that National would be at a far lower level of support at the moment, especially in relation to Labour, and this was all largely put down to the Jamie Lee Ross saga and Simon Bridges' handling of that saga. However, maybe it just comes down to the fact that the Jamie Lee Ross saga was seen as more of a beltway issue uh, that didn't really concern the majority of the population. Or, alternatively, it was seen as an important issue, but Simon Bridges was actually seen as showing strong leadership during the Jamie Lee Ross saga. Um, the Nats' focus on taxes uh, would have certainly helped in terms of their support and their promise not to impose any more taxes as they become government. And the Nats have been quite astute at raising fears over capital gains tax. Now, on to former US President George Bush Sr., who died on Friday. 
George Bush Senior was the father of George W. Bush, who was also previously President of the United States. Bush Senior served as President from 1989 to 1993, and under his presidency, the world went through a qualitative transformation with the collapse of the old Soviet Union and with a period of capitalist and U.S. triumphalism. At the time of the collapse of really existing socialism, George Bush Sr. saw himself as ushering in a new world order, and he did actually use that term. The president acted to project American military supremacy as seen with the war against Iraq in response to the country's occupation of Kuwait. So that was the first Iraq war, and then under his son's presidency, we had the second, the sequel, the second Iraq war. Uh, however, Bush Sr. only served for one term as he was seen to be negligent in regards to domestic issues and concerns over the economy. During his later years, Bush Sr. formed a friendly relationship with both the Clintons and the Obamas, and you could say that he became the Democrats' pet Republican and pet Conservative. <laughs> however, um, accusations of sexual harassment this year did hurt Bush Sr.'s image amongst Liberals. Uh, what did raise his uh, support amongst Liberals was what was seen as his unsupportive stance towards the Trump administration. And that's your political roundup for today. Is there any past presidents that do have a do support Trump? <laughs> that's a good point. No, I don't think there are. No, uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. No, uh, if Reagan was alive, he would have. Who? Reagan. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm not so sure. Oh, I'm fellow so celebrities, sure. they would have been like, yeah, your buddy. Too. Reagan, though, it, uh, was quite liberal in regards to immigration issues. And basically, there's a, I don't know if you've ever seen on YouTube or Facebook, there's a wee clip where both Reagan and Bush Senior are talking about the need to basically have a pretty fluid border between mm. America and Mexico. Oh, well, you know, they, they began NAFTA, really, didn't they? The, the mm. NAFTA deal began in, well, maybe even Reagan's, uh, probably before. No, no, probably Reagan's time. Mm. Through through Bush's and then ratified by Clinton. Yeah, so they were very much pro free trade, opening up of borders. Yeah. Uh, what critics would call uh, the globalist agenda. Mm. Um, yeah, but uh, whereas Trump has very much stood opposed to that uh, previous sort of globalisation agenda. Terrible war on drugs, though. Begun with, once again, Reagan, but really mm. uh, pushed in there by... By Bush. And continued by Bill Clinton. Yes, where that's the imprisonment right. rate significantly went up. Mm. But isn't mm. it interesting that he only served one term, yet he is very polarising and remem- you know, re- mm. memorable mm. Yeah. as Trump? Because, you know, let's think about who was in, who was in before uh, Reagan. Was that Carter? Yeah, Carter, one-term president. One-term president as who well. Who also has a lot of esteem mm. directed towards Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. But you kind of, like, forget about them, like, after... I mean, you, mm. you, you know, LBJ and... Um, and But they kind of fall by the wayside. Maybe it's just because it's actually mm. our generation. I think that, was especially the know. Obamas and the Clintons, though, sort of uh, the... Uh, on the face of it, friendship with Bush Senior really sort of brought him back into the limelight, mm. and in a sense, they used him as a way to sort of uh, to, to against Trump. Yeah, to say, well, here's here's the part of the Republican establishment, the Bushes, and they they loathe yeah. uh, Trump.
which I suspect actually would help Trump rather than damage him. Yeah, and just another, uh, well, it's a good friendship, but uh, Bush can also be remembered for having some very dodgy friendships, especially with the um, uh, Thingy's family. Uh, 9-11. Oh, the Saudis, the... Uh, um, Bin Ladens. Bin Ladens, yes. 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 Very tight with the Bin Ladens. <laughs> uh, or oil, good oil friends. Yeah, yeah, very good. The sticky handshake. <laughs> Thanks, John. That's okay. See you again tomorrow morning. For sure.